Houston, we have a problem. Good morning, Murray Walker. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I came to the first one and I've been to all the other six. We've got a computer restart. Well, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. Like the heart rate of skyrocketing. Gentlemen, start your engine. Good afternoon, radio. For those who don't know, Radio Hotler, thanks for coming and making time. It's on everybody's mind. For those who don't know, there's a big shebang. Sorry about that. Diabolical uh, um, uh, technical goodies. Radio Hotler. Hot, 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 oh, cheers, boys. Cheers. This is a person who has spent 10 years on the, on the Formula One tennis circuit, followed by Formula One, and has now uh, been moved into a life of reporting on uh, the undercurrent of V8 supercars. And, um, and but has so much time left over, is keen to learn his culinary skills uh, through Radio Hot Lab. No, it's not. I'm at the Bathurst 12 hour. It's come to this. It's come to this. It's I, come to this. I would suggest hashtag the folks. It's possibly the nadir of Ooh, my career. That you let me introduce episode 239. Is it? Is it, is it 240? Could be 240. We're not sure. It's one or the other. Without barbecues. <laughs> In fact, it's a rather barbecue-centric show, hashtag the folks, here at hashtag B12H, Radio Hot Lap. Why are you speaking in tweets, Twitter handles? Don't interrupt while I introduce <laughs> the show to the viewers. Good evening, viewers. Let's get on with it. Okay, Hardy and JP, good to see you here at good. Mount Panorama. <laughs> Drama at Mount Panorama. He's obviously been... It's a half a Peroni, mate, and he's No, away. I think he's been getting an extra bag from Essendon. <laughs> yeah, I think you could be right. And that light-hearted light show that doesn't take a look at barbecues, pisses folks off, and... and <laughs> just basically has beers when the motor race is going. And I've arrived and I've doubled the crowd for the Bathurst 12 hour. <laughs> Folks, I think... And, 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 of course, in very topical in, in light of current developments, um, our new slogan, of course, is just say maybe. <laughs> Folks, we'll get to that in a minute. But before we do... G'day, mate. JP, how are you? Nice to see you. And, uh, <laughs> Very well, thank you, Johnny. I didn't how ask you? how you were. I just said, nice to see you. You said, how are you? Oh, no, I didn't. Yes, you did. I didn't. Is I never this said a five-minute argument or the full half hour? No, I think... <laughs> no, it'll be a five-minute argument. <laughs> but uh, nice that we had a lovely... Uh, a lovely uh, travel across the hello. countryside yesterday, and lower the kind of songs. And it was interesting that the hashtag the folks was um, following us all the way as we t as we 
proclaimed our location on Foursquare. The fact that he mentioned it means he was following it. That's right. So, um, but anyway, yeah, how have you been? What are you having to drink today? I'm having a prony. <laughs> thanks what are you to, having to drink? I'm having a prony too. Thanks to thanks hashtag the folks and hashtag PJRCZ. Oh, cheers, boys. Hello, John. Hello, Reese. Welcome to. Bathurst 12 hour, and before you go on about that, you do recall that you did come to the Bathurst 12 hour with me for the first time five years ago, and you actually said at the time. You don't you talk about that. that. That was you an error. Say. No, well, we, Hardy, uh, JP was with us as well. That's right, in the we, Honda, in the Odyssey. Yeah, we had the, the Odyssey. Odyssey. Honda Odyssey. And we stayed up at um, the Kennevik Towers. No, oh, we did. Oh, that's yeah. right, we did. And you had in the middle of nowhere. roast pork for the first time in your life. Yes, at Carcor. Yes, which has been brought up many times before. And don't make me re reiterate. But you then said it's actually different to come here when it's sort of no one here. No, it's dead. Mm. Well, well, it's, it's not dead. It's, it's not. Well, it's, okay, sorry. It's on life support. It's on life support. No, it's just eerily quiet. And apart from the paddock, which is fallen, presumably busy. <laughs> It's just countryside. I mean, you know, like, oh, no, I'm sure if I looked over there, I would see a, a flock of kangaroos or whatever. Well, we just drove over the top what, what, what to it, get what, here to see you, and McPhillamy mm. Park is, you could swing a cat but, but, or a small but, child on but, the playground. But, but, or a kangaroo by the tail. What, 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 what is a, a group of kangaroos? What is that called? What, is it a flock? Is it a herd? Isn't there a mob? A mob, you're right, yes. What is it when it comes to... Um... Pelicans. Yes. Yeah. Now, what was it? Can you remember? A pod. No. It's, a well, batch. Apparently there's about uh, a squadron. Yeah, a squadron. squadron of pelicans. How about that? <laughs> That's good, isn't it? But, oh, folks, like... driving up the track today, which I can't think of the last time I've driven around just really slowly, just having mm. a look at the... It's, it's had an enormous beautification program going on. So it's, it's almost mm. botanical. And shrubs placed perfectly. And so wasp, you know most drivers concentrate, I can see why people could actually have a crash. That's just the, <laughs> because the they'd beauty. be admiring the roses. No, the uh, apples <laughs> exactly. at number 53. And, and you can buy some apricot jam on the set coming down over the crest. That's right, and pop in the winery. Yeah, and the little... <laughs> it is very lovely. Are you done waxing lyrical about paddocks? The Bathurst and herds of in wildebeest in sweeping majestically. Three hours west of Sydney over the Blue Mountains. They have still not finished that road. That effing road, they are still building it. I have not driven from Sydney to Bathurst for several years. In recent years, I've been driving up from Melbourne. Ah, another little line about that. No, should have. Came up the highway, which, which the last time I came on it, they were starting to make, you know, renew it. Yes. And you know, put in um, dual lanes and all this sort of stuff. So I thought several years it'll be done. Ah, oh, is it? Not. They're still building it. It's a slow crawl. Despite that, and the traffic out of Sydney. Oh my God. Oh. And you Reminds you of Melbourne? Oh yeah, no, it's horrendous. It's like the Burnley Tunnel. No, oh well. I got yeah. on the M I got on the M5 from the airport to go out to you know, past Liverpool to the M7 and across the M4, and that tunnel was just chock a block for no reason. Yeah. 
It's not, but, you know, it's not a weekend no. Anyway, so it took me a full three hours to get here. Yeah. But most of that was just because of the traffic on the, what is it, the Great Western Highway or whatever yeah, it is. Great Western Highway. And even then, and that was with my detour. I detoured off as I do at uh, Lithgow and went round the back through yep. Carina. And the way we went. Yeah, and it's through. a great little drive. Yep. It is a lovely drive. And the train goes out that way as it well. It does. And, but and, you know, it's, it's nothing compared to the drive to Adelaide where you actually do go through Great Western. Which yeah. is the home of a, 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 mm. a, a I think, a, a horseman. Yeah. But do you know the irony is, I flew up to Sydney, drove down here. It took me eight hours, door to door. Right? <laughs> yeah, I could have literally driven. could have driven in the same time. Yeah. But to be fair, it was free everything. <laughs> I don't think that's relevant. I'm, I'm talking about I mean, door-to-door times from they, Melbourne to Bathurst. The, the two mint chocolates must be taken, even if not eaten. To, mind, you, to, mind you, to be Unless fair, you drop them on your shoes. To be fair, <laughs> that did include a one-hour stop at Red Bull Australia would to you, check you, in with them. Take, oh, right. In Alexandria, Sydney, cap? it was interesting. No, their, their oh, headquarters is very interesting. But would you take the shower cap from the room? Yeah. No. That's, I would not. That's the only thing I leave. A sanitary bag? You take that. <laughs> well, you never know, do you? It's always come in handy. Sharps can take that. Right. <laughs> uh, don't talk about drugs. Oh. But we'll oh, get on no. to that later. <laughs> well, we could get on to it now. <laughs> If you, if what is that sound? Is there a spectra it's, here? No, it's the air conditioning <laughs> it's a pressure. A air. rate. A oh, rate. We have a rate at Bathurst. Because they said they've got the air con <laughs> pumped up, and these are only those windows that fold back up, mm. and there, there must be a, a lack of ceiling along the edge, and that's the air coming out to no. the outside. And Never. how's my luck getting stuck in a luxury hotel that on a filthy hot day with bright sunshine faces due west? I mean, why would you build so a hotel facing due west? Oh, because it's on uh, Commonwealth Strait. Because it's the waste track happens Strait. to be on the I know, the I know but, no, but it's what, 30, mm. you know, 30 million degrees, and facing the sun, you try and sit on the balcony, it's just like, you get roasted. You know, that's the only barbecue we're going to get in this show today, is me sitting out in the balcony getting roasted. <laughs> You're roasted from our I'm, comments. I'm like a dog with a bone, aren't I? <laughs> yeah. He's off today. <laughs> so, guys, you've been here. You've had the long trek from Adelaide. Was you've arrived. Yes. You've looked around. Have yeah. Set the scene for the Bathurst 12-hour singular. I can, uh, I can quite uh, honestly say that there is Which much more exotic machinery uh, here. Uh, uh, certainly a, a larger amount of exotic machinery, um, which look... Um, Horn. The whole event. No, they look the, horn. The event is taken. It's moved up another notch. But uh, in saying that, I'm a bit concerned that there, the, some of the, the current GT cars in the Australian category will be a bit, a bit of a straggler. And I think that you know, it's pretty much to be expected an international will come here and, and take the take the candy from the baby yet again. Mm. But um, perhaps that's because the name of the event's wrong. Should it not be the 12 hours of Bathurst as a long? Which sounds much better. 24 hours of daytime, 24 hours of yeah, Bathurst. Or at least the Bathurst 12 hours, plural, mm. not hour singular. No, it's still, we, still, we, we decided yesterday when we had this discussion that yeah. it should be the 12 hours of Bathurst. I think there will be um, a lot of people, there will mm. be a lot of shards of carbon fibre spread around the concrete canyons mm. over the... Uh, it's a big entry, isn't it? 51 cars, and it's a very disparate field. You know, you've got from mm. the, all the aces in the hot cars through to 
production cars. Yeah, it's yeah. All, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of like Bathurst of old, isn't it, really? Well, it is really like Bathurst. Gold Bathurst 1000 of old. Yeah. Except yeah. you've got no, exotic stuff. It's a strange event. You know, I wrote a piece in Fairfax Media last Sunday. Um, it ran in the age, Sunday age physically in the paper. I'm not sure if it got run elsewhere. It was online. But anyway, the point of it was this race... I can see you, Hardy. He's making rude gestures. <laughs> but no, the point is, this race has now become very important on the GT calendar. You know, yes. it's up there with the Spa 24 hours, um, the Dubai 24 hours latterly, uh, perhaps the Nürburgring 24 hours. But it's certainly not quite a classic, but it's, it's, mm. it's taken on some importance well, in the oh, GT it world. Could get, it could well and, get there. But the irony is, you know, this event, it's growing in stature, but not as an attraction to the public. You know, we've got a big field, we've got a class field of drivers, both internationals and, you know, half, seems like half the field of V8 supercars here. You know, really good cars. Yep. But I'm sorry, you know, unfortunately, the irony is nobody will see or hear about this event over mm. the weekend. You get a very small crowd, you know, there's no TV. And, but there is a TV package and there is streaming live, but it's not mainstream, and that's no, the point. No. You're saying that. But I don't see that as a problem because I, I think it is what it is. It is yeah. an event for competitors, and in the in the rarefied world of GT racing, it has an important place. Oh, I think it definitely. Yeah. It's interesting, so, and it, and you know it. Sorry, Johnny. It, it may grow as a spectator attraction, but it'll, but it'll never be anything like the Bathurst one. Oh, it won't. Be. And, no, no, and nor should it replace be. it. And no, not even replace, it, but it not even challenge. And that's why it. I think the name needs to turn around to the mm. Twelve Hours of Bathurst, because otherwise, it see, we'll, and Richard, mm. Richard Crump put that. He said yeah. that straight away. Was, oh, I just think it sort of fits forward. in well with yeah. Bathurst One Thousand, Bathurst Twelve. It sounds 12, more there. European. Uh, yeah, exactly, but um, it is interesting mm. that the first. That it, this is actually a round of the Australian GT Championship. The first hour from 7am yes. to 8am is. And That's the a mess. The question, the question to me is, what, do I just pull over and park at 8am? Mm. Or do I continue on as well? Well, a crowd like Erebus, of course, have just um, abandoned any, any, well, not any hopes, but they've certainly um, got one hand tied around their back when they're chasing the GT title, you know, because... They're not contesting the GT sec, the Australian GT Championship section of this race. They're going for outright, so they're not going to be bothered with all the mucking about. Oh, so the, sorry, the cars that are running in GT in the GT Championship are not running in the outright category. Are they separate? You, you can't run an outright car. Well, you can, but yeah, but you've got to, but you, you, within the you first hour, you've got to stop. You've GT. got that first hour. No, not at all. Yes, you, no, no, well, they, yeah, they go on. There is no, only, there's pit stops there and things are, they've got to do. Yeah, they, they've got are, to, yeah, but, so but, they're going to compromise themselves, I, I as see. I understand it. That may right, be a point, okay, right, but yeah. people they can elect to do the GT Championship yeah, component. Yeah. So what I'm saying, Erebus are not optimising. They're not concentrating on the Australian GT Championship. Well, then that's silly. They're going... That's silly. Then they should have let... Just, just go for hell for leather first hour, and if you just go, I want to do the next eleven. That's fine. Pull over. Otherwise, go on. You can go for that, or you can continue. Well, on. they're going for outright. Yeah. Their mandate oh, from AMG oh, is to crush our crush, crush, crush Audi, and that's why Bern Schneider's been brought out. Puss. Schneider puss. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. No, it's no. Don't get me wrong. It's interesting, and that's why I'm here. It but it is weird, you know, when, you, when, like when, you, nor racing, when you, you normally come to Bathurst on the, well, by the Thursday yeah. for the Bathurst 1000, you know, the place is heaving, you know, yeah, there's yeah. people everywhere, the town's jumping, 
But it's a nice change. Oh, it fits lovely. Saying it's the beginning of the season. A rumor in two weeks' time, it'll be heaving at cliffs. We're we're, you, we're very privileged to be here, John. And like you know, you when you come over with us, like you know what, you know, after this, you'll be amazed. No, no, well, it's, it's the, the Chardonnay set, isn't it? That's the good. campground's very full. So you know, which mm. of these down our area, neck of the yeah. yeah. You won't believe this. And there'll be more. I've actually morning. camped in the camping ground at the back of the yeah. paddock at Bathurst. It was shot. about 40 years ago. You were a boy in shorts. I was going to say, a boy in Not shorts. quite. I was a boy, not in shorts. Never in shorts, John. I barely wear shorts oh, under my jeans. But... Um, <laughs> With uh, those long skinny legs. Disturbing... Disturbing <laughs> vision. Yeah, sorry. Slender legs, thank oh, you. I'm sorry. <laughs> the chocolate converse, all-stars. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's all good, isn't it? But it's damn hot. Yes, it, it is. It is hot, and it's, and it's uh, none of the data is, the, the, is working. We were thinking that today. Yeah. Now, just while we're on the, on the area of sports cars, another very unusual situation has occurred. And it reminded me when you, you fronted up today wearing your Nissan Delta Wing hat. Yes. Um, which has there not been a kerfuffle there? You might uh, be able to unravel a bit more of it. That Nissan yeah. Delta Wing is no longer. It's Delta Wing that will be now brought in house by. So uh, Don Panels will be taking the project in house. The Aston Martin AMR1 tub will be re be replaced by a an Alan Technologies tub, which is supposedly run by Danny Panels, which is the sports car road division at mm -hmm. Brasselton. Don's with son. Honda yep. coming in. Mazda. Mazda. Oh, sorry, Mazda. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, Mazda. Well, it's a bit some Mazda engine there. They're well, after their poor performance at Daytona 24 hour with only three cars were out by the 29th lap, mm. you'd be wondering how that's going to get powered. But yeah. do you think Don said, ooh, oh, it's a money grab? Uh, it's the end of it as far as I'm concerned. He's messed it up. All the people who made the project, including Ben Bowlby, the guy yes, who designed, the designed and invented the whole Delta yep. Wing concept, um, he's on the outer apparently. And um, they're going to a, a it's going to have a coupe cockpit. Yes. But it's just the 2014 room. It, it's it's uh, it's yes. All oh, those it, designs. It, Did you get? And they're going to mass. He wants to mass manufacture them, which yeah. is you know. That's fitting a, in with the GA ALMS merger. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. yeah it's just, that's going to be. Yeah, a but it's not going back to Le Mans, and he's lost Nissan's support. So he's just you know yeah. all the people who supported it, and, you know, I desperately wanted to go back to Le Mans. You know, but within as a proper official runner yes. in the LMP2 category, yeah, yeah. in you know, with Nissan support and have a proper run in it, yeah. And now Don's just gone off half cocked, it seems to me, um, and it's just going to be. Wouldn't be the first time. Well, no, exactly. So I, I just think it's going to die. It is unfortunate, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's like I was, so I was talking to John Heindorf from Radio Le Mans this morning, and mm. he had um, some various people involved with that project on the. On the blow up for his midweek motorsport show last night um, and which he was recording here um, uh, first time down here this part of the world um, and uh, yeah he was shaking his head at the at, at the sense of it that it doesn't make any it, sense yeah. as I said to you the other day that's the end of it you know mm. it had all the promise in the world of breeding a new breed of racing cars both sports cars and open wheels. Don't forget, it was originally designed yes. as an Indy car, and it was, it was supposed to be an inspiration for innovation and and you know. Well, I think and it, it validated it was it validated yeah. the idea that Absolutely. you could do it differently. But it just it you know what even Ben Bowlby didn't want it to become was just another 
mm. cookie-cutter formula. That, you know, no good having 20 delta wings out there on the grid, and Don Powers wants to you know, start manufacturing these things. Well, who wants and John three or much six or or at least yeah. twenty of them? You know, it's we want it to to spawn a new breed of racing cars that are different and and approach it from a different angle. And and as we saw at Le Mans and since, it you know it has captured the imagination of motorsport. Oh, it has. And non-motorsport fans all around the world, it, people just get it. <coughs> So it yeah. remains to be seen then, folks, whether um, Michelin is also in an unhappy no. state of mind there because mm. they've because bought they a lot, a lot of, of money into it. And so, 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 uh, so JH from Radio Lamont this morning said, hey, it, it was always, I had always thought that Don wanted it to be a single, seat, a, a single category, you know, and that doesn't make any sense. So, anyway, I've got my, as you pointed out, my legendary one-off. Nissan Delta Wing cat from Le Mans, that's uh, my book's now going to be a collector's item. It is. Yes. Something else. Well, to, we'll have um, to get in touch with International Paulie, see what he has to say about it, because... Well, he's on the outer as well. Well, because well, High, Highcroft, like... Well, Highcroft's out, but he's always had AAR, links to Don. Paulie's had links to Don. And, and, and land technologies. And look who's, just while we're speaking viewers, oh, yeah. we're just watching uh, <laughs> Betty Clemenko walking yes. across the bridge to the paddock. Betty's become very famous in motorsport, of course, as the uh, the benefactor of Erebus Motorsport. She's funding not only the SLS AMG GT team in the GT series and here at Bathurst, but of course she is the the money. Can't put it any more succinctly behind the new Erebus Motorsport V8 supercar team. Interestingly, did you see Auto Action got scoop shots of the prototype doing aero testing during the week? Yes. And, uh, and how does it look? Uh, looks like they went out to Super Cheap Auto and <laughs> bought a spoiler uh, body kit for it. It looks shocking. Um, but it could be just a bit of a decoy. No, that's the shape. That's why it was there for aero testing. It looks shocking. Of course, it will be enhanced by the very prestigious SP Tools, Irwin Tools and HHA Transport sponsorship on each three cars. Very much aligned with the prestige image yeah, of the Yeah, 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 like it's sort of if I buy a Mercedes, mm. I really don't feel like I need to have it hauled back on a B-double. Look a lot better open, with colour on it, I think. Open <laughs> uh, we were just saying, you know, they've gone down to the local speed shop and bought a body kit for it, honestly. Yeah. Oh, shocking looking thing. Put it on the double side of the table. Yeah. It looks like you're right, it looks shocking. Yeah, <laughs> see, the public has spoken. That's right. The public has spoken. <laughs> not wrong, mate. No. Folks, I've told you not to bring the public into it. Into an interview no, no, like no, this. no, no, no. Our viewers, our viewers have spoken. Our viewers, unwitting. Even if even if they're unwitting, our viewers have spoken. I think. <laughs> we, we should pause. Oh yeah. So anyway, so yep. Betty Klemenka, who's is the, the money behind the whole thing, um, she's just walk across. So we should grab her later and um, have a chat. Have a chat. Do you think she'd be up for have a chat? Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, mm. well, for sure, folks. We'll Not cold with... call. We'll have to tread softly. I'll uh, yeah. I'll let you. Yes, uh, that would be good. I think we should have a 
the pause that refreshes? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, then go on to probably the biggest story, which mm. uh, has implications to, for everybody, and including mm. your workload for the weekend, which mm. probably appears to be rather diminished. Mm. But don't go away. We'll be right back. Be right back. <laughs> for what? Okay. Welcome back, viewers. And thank you for the, uh, the glass of wine, folks. Yes, it's very nice. Most pleasant. I'm sure you'll return the favour at the Clipsal. The, the Clipsal. Yep. I mean, just as Clipsal 500 should be, be called the Clipsal. <laughs> yeah. Moving right along. <clears throat> I think we've done that one to death. Yeah. Yes. How your weekend has suddenly become less work for you, or possibly more. Drugs in sport. Yeah. Silence of the cyclists. The bath of 12 hours suddenly become somewhat redundant. Yeah, it's it's the biggest story in sport in Australia for years. The Australian Crime Commission's um, long investigation into the use of illicit drugs and their connection um, with organised crime, and extending from that is you know is a whole issue of match fixing, which we've known for years has been going on in um, various elements of European soccer. Um, cricket on the subcontinent of course has been rife with it but anyway it's all come out and uh, the media is all in a tears um, virtually no big professional sport uh, well bat and ball anything that's got a bat and ball um, is, is going to be touched and possibly tainted by this we've already seen the early stages with the allegations against the Essendon Football Club in Melbourne about um, interesting use of uh, well, um, unspecified injections yeah. and, and what the supplements are. Mm. Um, the, as they say in the classics, this one's going to run and run. This is not going to be a short-term story. The use of, in, in the context, use of performance-enhancing drugs, folks, how do you see that? Is it something that suddenly means I can lift 20 kilos more than I did before, or I can just have a much more uh, even keel of energy delivery and recovery? The latter, yeah. It's it's not like the old days of the Eastern Bloc countries. Um, Clean and jerk. Doping their <laughs> athletes up on, on essentially, you know, steroids or, yeah. um, you know, drugs that increase strength, you know, particularly in things like weightlifting and swimming. And that's why we've seen so many Olympic records and medal winners scrubbed from the record books, you know, in that, in Olympic history in the Cold War, because... Well, it was just rife, and then of course it seeped into um, athletes and athletic teams in, in you know in the West because they had to compete. But it's been going on pretty much, you know, I don't know, probably the last 50 years. You know, drugs has been in sport some more than others. We've seen, you know, cycling has just been it just riddled with it and you know Lance Armstrong is yeah, just well, the worst it, tip of the iceberg and cycling has been struggling to clean up its image and it's had a huge setback but you know we're now finding out um, through this investigation and, and a lot of anecdotal evidence over the years that you know performance enhancing drugs that increase an athlete's stamina and recovery 
particularly, not not make them stronger, not make them the, the more athletic, because you know AFL footballers and rugby league players and they're rugby athletes, union, but, they're athletes yeah. anyway. But what they want to do, what they want to achieve with um, you know all sorts of well cocktail of of drugs is to uh, enable them to play harder for longer and yeah. then you know back up quicker you know for the next for the next exactly. game or whatever but so and, and there's our own area of interest yeah like our own area of interest but so is uh, it would appear so that I, I, I we don't know 20, but i would think we don't. That, i think the sport is pretty clean mm. but on the basis that we do have endurance you know uh, uh, endurance requirements especially yes. when you're doing like something like Bathurst 1000 although you know or there's another train of thought out there that Motorsports are not, not physical. Mm. They don't think that's like you're steering a wheel. Well, it's in well, fact one of the most physical sports very going. Very physical, yeah. And, and, look and at we the know that. The Formula One guys do. Yeah. Dakar, endurance mm. racing. Well, any top level racing driver these days is extraordinarily fit and in tests as often as fit, or if not fitter, than, than sports where, you know. Um, their physicality is obvious, and they, you know, people naturally assume they're fit. Um, you know, V8, V8 supercar drivers, and there's never been a suggestion that performance-enhancing drugs have been. You know, they're certainly not endemic in motorsport because it's a different kind of discipline. But I can see that these drugs that improved stamina and recovery could be useful and I would not be surprised if somewhere in the world somebody is using them particularly as you mentioned Hardy you know in endurance racing I mean it's particularly say in the 24 hours of Le Mans or Daytona or the Sebring 12 hours it's got to help yeah. and even here in Australia I dare say some of the really rugged events like the Clipsal where the, yeah. the guys are driving so in hot. up to 60 degrees heat in the cockpit same at, at Homebush and the Sydney 500, you know, last year particularly, same sort of um, debilitating temperatures. Um, there could be a use for it. Yeah. There's no, you know, there, there's there's no suggestion or evidence um, that it is happening. It's certainly not right. But the current? It may come out, but it's interesting. This Australian Crime Commission report um, has not mentioned motorsport at all. Right. Now. That's either good news in that they don't think it's happening on any level. That that that's right. that you know. It's, don't forget, it's all about um, organised crime being involved in, yeah. in terms of organised crime organising the drugs, you know, the illegal drugs that they're using. They're, they're banned by WADA, the Worldwide Anti-Doping Agency. So they are there, and all governments accept, well, proper governments accept that they are illegal substances. Um, so that involves organised crime. Um, and there's also the aspect of, of well, what they call match fixing. Yeah. You know, and but motorsport is actually vulnerable to this because we you know, we can go back. Remember the fixed finish yes. at the Albert Park in the Australian Grand Prix in uh, the late 90s, where uh, David Coulthard pulled over for Mick mm -hmm. Hacken so he could win, and that was straight on the back of having done the same at Hareth at the yeah. end of the 97 series, um, and even so far as um, there was an uproar at the Sydney 500 last year, the last, you know, the season-ending race, where on the Saturday Jamie Wincup let Craig Lowndes pass to enhance his prospects of getting second in the championship. Mm. Now, 
you know, I don't I think that's think that's, that's not match fixing, match fixing in but, in yeah. in the conventional sense, but it just, it opens the sport to criticism because you know people do unfortunately bet on motor racing now. You can, mm. as we know, you can literally bet on two flies yeah, crawling right. up the wall. So wherever money's involved, there is potential for corruption. We've heard uh, quite a lot about a term biological passport, which has been associated with uh, with cycling. Yeah. Folks, do you know much about this, and is this something that could be moved across to other sports? Because in some respect, there's, you know, what we have in common is wheels and individuals controlling a mechanical device. I think all sports authorities are going to have to look at everything. Just in, in fact, they'll probably have to overreact now to be seen to be doing the right thing. Cams. It does have an anti-doping policy and an anti-doping, uh, a, a drug testing regime that goes on throughout the year, but compared with other sports, I'm sorry, I've got to say, it's pretty snoozy. You know, the V8 suit, and, and the V8, well, in fact, all officials, even race officials, are subject to, to drug testing, which includes alcohol. Um, but it's, it's random, and it's, in, to my understanding, um, it's infrequent. But, no, V8 supercar drivers are sometimes tested. So... Um, yeah, what is the current testing policy from in by cams and motorsport? Well, it follows the the, the protocols of it's, WADA. It is. It's the world body anti-doping body. There's a list. We never of, hear a word about it. No, no, we don't. Do we right. don't know. And in fact, on the tour down under, of course, the focus is more on that, yeah. and so therefore. <laughs> yeah, because um, they've found drug cheats. Yes, quite. Mm. Yes, quite so. And um, uh, Rubens Barrichello, a few years back, was accused initially. Of failing a drugs test at a Formula One race, uh, I think it was at the. Well, it came out at the Nurburgring one year. I'm talking several years ago. Um, Formula One drivers do undergo drug testing um, quite often, uh, mainly urine samples. Um, I'm not sure if they go for blood samples, but certainly urine samples. And um, it went away because um, it was a false, a false test. But on the first test, um, it, 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 it was alleged that he, it, it was a positive test. Um, but the B sample. But otherwise, that's that's one of the few times, you know. I mean, even tennis has got a bigger problem with drugs. Mm. Um, so where does this leave then? Like, you know, the where does this leave, folks? The the revelations yesterday by the government that small children will have to have an alcohol rub on their hands after playing in the sandpit, and all doorknobs be scrupulously cleaned at, at all times, so that. Uh, all knobs have to be cleaned. All door knobs. Oh, in well, I, I would have thought that you have to clean all knobs before letting children handle them. You're letting yourself into dangerous territory. If you start oh, you are, talking. exactly. Yeah, sorry, we'd yeah, like to distance yeah, ourselves from you. Well, it, it's Catholic like, priest territory like there. To, I think we'd like to move myself <laughs> over here. If you're talking about knobs and children in the same sentence. Well, I did go to De La Salle College, you know, with the brothers. <laughs> Is there anything you'd like to? No, it's good. I'm Hardy. You have put you have put the whole this whole drugs in sports scandal into perspective. It's obviously very small fare compared with the debate about whether children should clean their hands before opening a door. Oh, I, I my mate, my mother told me that. 50 odd years ago, so it's not new. We all brought up with that. It's completely ridiculous. The point is that kids should be able to do mud pies, tadpoles, build a billy cart, cubby house, and do a paper run. And eat dirt. And you don't need a freaking iPad. And you get to bed, and you don't need designer clothes, and you're having mash and. I'm so glad that this conversation has not descended into 
to be Rubbish. frivolous, isn't okay. it? I, I really am happy. Radio about Hot that. Maps never known for frivol frivolity. Anyway, motorsport will indirectly be touched by this drug scandal, and it's going to have to account for itself, and it should account for itself. And like, I, think you, I think it has very little to be afraid of. There's going to be some ass-kicking, you though, just to make it look like it needs to be. No, no, not ass-kicking. It's not required. It, it just has to be more aggressive about it and more assertive. So do you think that CAMS will step up testing now and we're actually going to hear a bit more about drug tests being mm. done at different events yeah. and one thing or well, another? You know? They'll have to be seen to be doing the right thing. I mean, the thing. advertisers are always searching for a decent story when the clip saw's on, so, you know, it'll be front-page news. That, no, no, I don't think so. I'll beat them to No, it. I don't think so. I think that in a state where there's only one newspaper, they won't bite the hand that feeds them. <laughs> and I don't think they would run that story. I mean, it's rigorously outlined, JP. It's, it's, mm. it's not buried. If you go onto the CAMS website... Yep. And, um, you know, there's a section on their drugs policy, and it's all spelled out. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not like they're... Well, it doesn't appear that they have their heads in the sand. You know, there is a policy and a procedure. And as, as I said, it extends to race officials being tested um, for alcohol right. blood content. You know, you, that's very important. And... and as Cairns will tell you, flag marshals? well, that's what it's. Do they get tested? That's an official. Gee, it could be all race down our neck of the W. The uh, could be uh, in doubt then. Especially the flag and marshals. Jesus, <laughs> 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 yeah. suddenly the sun's come. Yeah, back it's through. come back out, well, and we've we, not we, got the shade of the it would thing be clear that it's it, Some it, of the decisions from race control, um, they would need to be tested. <laughs> <laughs> some people would say that. Yeah. Uh, look, but it's particularly important, as Cairns point out, for. You know, the mixture of, of, of drugs and drivers and cars is a particularly volatile cocktail oh, because you're, you're adding into the, the, the whole mix, um, excuse the pun, a motorised vehicle that is a very dangerous device in itself. So there's an added dimension to motorsport cracking down on drugs of all kinds. And that's, that's alcohol, yeah. that's um, recreational drugs, and performance-enhancing drugs. It covers them all. And speaking of cams and running, running the sport, governing the sport, keeping an eye on who's the, who's a naughty boy, being a policeman, uh, uh, Mr. McConville has taken over from Thomas Mazira, who, apart from being the only person to have a windscreen smashed on on Sandown Straight, has apparently doing very well at a pro, pro golf tour as in senior, seniors. Senior tour, yeah. Seniors. Yeah, no, he's, he's, Thomas has always been a golf enthusiast going back to his racing days and a very handy golfer. Yeah, he's, um, well, semi-pro level, yeah. but, but he, he's um, going to concentrate on... He's, he's played in several senior tournaments. He wants to have a crack at the, at the senior tour, as it were. Right. And he's handy. Have you... Yeah. Um, have, he wields a mean club. Have you, have you lent him any of your... Um, uh, 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 Greg Norman inspired cross-hashed pants from the 80s? My plus fours? No, <laughs> no, I should dig them out, shouldn't I? Yes, yeah, my yeah, golf I mean, memorabilia. But yeah, no, he, you're right, he's been replaced, uh, well, Thomas Mazzera retired, he always planned to get Thomas, and um, Cameron McConville's come in as the DSO, which is the driving standards Officer or observer, I'm not sure which yeah, one. DSO. Yeah, DSO. Yeah, DSO. Yeah. Um, he's been doing an well, and he's also he's just picked up another gig at CAMS. I'm yeah, not he's entirely... an ambassador of ambassador. Yeah, I know. He's, he's um, ambassador of ambassador. He's, he's getting his many well, ambassador and, and jobs as Frosty. I, I joked with Frosty the other day. He's got now new deals with Target 
an ambassador right. for the Australian Grand Prix. He's an ambassador for Disney with Cars 2. Oh, yeah. And he's ambassador for Munro, etc., etc. I said, oh, Frosty, um, so uh, looks like you're a full-time ambassador now and a part-time race driver. <laughs> yeah, very funny, is it? Tiak. And Tiak, yeah. which make a scam. Tiak make a And those memorable TV ads he yeah, oh, yeah, 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 awesome. yeah, 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 that he did on the mm. television, and you, he spoke no, very no, well. Yeah. with the TAC TVs, you. Yeah, um, good. But uh, it, it, it's very nice, and uh, mm. it works. Um, and as a result of Cam, Cameron mm. uh, vacating his poacher, sorry, poacher, classic poacher turn gamekeeper, I've got to say. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Greg Murphy's following yeah. into his. No, but. Cam is a good bloke, good. and he'll be he'll he be good at the job because he has recent history. He's got recent yeah. form, very much so. But yeah, you know, he's only just stepped out of racing V8 supercars, so he'll be a good, mm. you know, um, observer to assist the um, the I the what is it? It's not the IPO anymore. What's Peter Wallerman, the um, investigating officer, of the IO, yes. <laughs> the former hanging judge? Yeah, you know, chance to be a fine thing. <laughs> T- toothless tiger, more like it. How are you, Pete? Yeah, good, mate. Um, but at least Cam McConville... He's on five, though, isn't he? Cam McConville knows what it's like in the heat of battle in VS supercars yes. because... But I'm in the heat of battle out here. Yeah, I've got to get inside. This is killing me. It's not. Well, what, get in the shade. Get in the there shade. There is no shade. You've got the shade. Well, come here. Come around here, darling. Cozy up. I'm shady. Cozy up. You're a shady... JP, how's it going in... Oh, in mate, the, uh, with, the, with the glamping, are you spooning? I'm you two fine. spooning? I'll get out of here. No, not too cosy together yeah. in, your, in your camp. Now listen, my bed's over that side of the glass of wine running that way, so they and say. he's over that side. So of the they tent say, that viewers. Way, yeah, so, you'll be down in the dungeon. Yeah, the radio hot love. Down in the dungeon with the old get out of here. You know the radio hot love. Radio hot love. We'll be back in just a did you buy that liquid Molly today? Liquid Molly. What is liquid Molly? It's it's something. I don't think it's a liquid with molybdenum. It's German. It's actually German. I remember it. They they um. I don't think it's like it's got been creased up on the edge of the town. They backed Steffi Graps. Former boyfriend in Formula One back in oh, the early nineties. Oh, Eric, Eric Bernal? No. I thought you were no, going to before say that Steffi Graffite Springs or something. Didn't Bernal go out with another yeah. uh, a tennis player? Yeah. Not Steffi Graff. It'll come to me later. I'll I'll oh, get back to your viewers. Oh, was. Okay. It was Steffi Graff's former boyfriend before she married Andre Agassi. Ah. Apparently you can win a trip to see him. Who? Steffi's old boyfriend. <laughs> Andre Agassi. Win the trip. Buy a bottle of Jacob's Creek. Oh, he really was great during the Australian Open. Those yeah. those little um, vignettes, those you know, him and his entourage talking. I thought they were fascinating. That's, that was oh. a, just What's digressing. The... That was a fantastic advertising campaign because what Agassi, his brother, and his trainer were saying was really. I don't know if you're into tennis, it was really interesting. And it was insightful stuff. Agassi is actually a fascinating character. Yeah, he looks like he's a audience a with Agassi. Yeah, I was at his first pro, well, the first pro tournament um, where he made his mark. When he came out, he used to have a mullet, the, yeah, the greatest mullet, and multicoloured hair. He was like Betty Clemenko. Yeah. Um, and um, where was he? Don't you be derogatory to her on this? It wasn't show. derogatory. That was no, a, no, an observation. 
I will be derogatory if I choose, thank you very much. Who are you <laughs> sucking up to Betty, are you? No. She, she might pay better than you. <laughs> She's a billionaire. Wouldn't be hard. A billionaire-s, sorry. Well, that's sexist. Well, right, it is, that, isn't it? It's just a billionaire these days, isn't it? No. Actors and actresses. One should spike the hand that might possibly feed them. But I've heard female actors, ref- a- actresses referred to as actors. I know, yeah, of course so, they are. PC crap. Let's not go if there. If I've got someone around to do some odd jobs around the place, what do I call them? A slave. <laughs> not a handyman? One handy person? One's help. One's one has help, help John. <laughs> I don't know about you, but one has help. How do you get a handy handy person, get handy handy person to come into your place and do a bit of sweeping and polishing? Dusting. Dusting. I, I meet them at the, down at the pub at the local bar. At the Royston? Yeah. Well, they're, they're sometimes called girlfriends. Because it is important... It's the girlfriend's it, it the flat It is important scenario. that, you know, that if you have... Only, only joking, front bum viewers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we'll go there. No. Well, moving right Will that on. get us a rating? Is it probably time we need to talk about barbecues, maybe, since we don't talk about them very often? Oh, as if. Well, yeah, we chance talk, to be a fine we, thing. Why don't we talk about the concept of talking about barbecues? Well, well, we could. In fact, JP, you, you, it's only fair that you could critique the episode of barbecuing last night. Well, I know I was actually going to suggest that once I've critiqued it, that you actually tell the viewers exactly how you came by this deluxe chicken. Because we had a chicken in the Weber last night, viewers, the Weber Q. We brought the Weber Q with us. and um, Transported across the countryside, yeah. checking into all locations en route, and then... And Hardy had to be the mayor of every little bloody hick town known to mankind. In, but, and, you know, we and won't more. go there. And then it was ceremoniously, ceremoniously washed in the ladies' toilet. It was. That's, oh, yes, I should tell the viewers about that. <laughs> no, you don't. Because don't the toilets at Bathurst in the campground, the new <laughs> toilet, someone has, someone has very nicely removed the bit that says women's showers and there's just some leftover adhesive on the wall. And so Hardy had wandered down there last night and... Um, seen the women's toilets sign and walked along to the next door presuming it would be the men's toilets got the chicken in there started washing it did all the business walked out no one to be seen no one to be seen and then when i went to go over there later on he said you need to get the second door no the first door well whatever whatever door anyway i don't want to hear you telling me you washed the chicken in the women's loo? No, no, no. Well, it's actually the showers. Did end. you flush it? No, he just washed it in the hand basin, folks, because oh. we didn't have any water. We're camping. With but there were. There, it was, there were but it was actually... class flowers. It was actually the women's showers. You know that little chrome cone? At least in the women's toilet, there'd be a place for the giblets. Ooh. There was... The, you know, <laughs> and sharks. Just giblets. He is on fire today. So anyway, I, I don't think we really need to get Right, anyway, got We'll just forget that. We'll yeah, just yeah, yeah. But the chicken was sensational. Stuffed? I reckon it was great. Stuffed now, with... I, Johnny can tell you exactly what he did with it, but it was in the queue for an hour and a half, hour and a quarter. Well, what I did, JP, was I put a, a doubled up, tripled up a piece of foil, put it down so it covered probably much two-thirds of the base of the, of the, of the grill, oh. and then I put the Trevette Classic yes. on top, and 
the chicken on top of that. But inside that little chicken... Yeah, after, what was inside uh, the chicken? Okay, That's what the was, viewers want to know. Uh, was, was some thyme. Uh, thyme? Not uh, before thyme. Rosemary, some uh, oregano, some six. oregano, and you'd be able to go soon, folks. Uh, class will be over. And uh, a bit of lemon, and then and separated it's the not skills and yet, put a it? bit of no, garlic. Did you put garlic? garlic in yeah, there? put garlic, and then garlic. I sprayed it on, sprayed it with oil. Put some of the lovely, um, the lovely sea salt yes. from the Murray River. You love going to the Murray River, folks. You should go on a long cruise, a long cruise out past the barrage when does this turn into radio gay time this but it's folks it's your fault because you when said you get the ice cream barbecues so now you're getting the barbecue treatment so anyway and then it was on time on time in the weather and like he laid it on a better time on top of the trivet did rosemary like it Oh, I think Rosemary was very happy because she was up the chalk. I ass. think that you <laughs> have an absolute cheek at giving the <laughs> crap about this after I created a special lovely. 40 it minutes was crunchy on the outside, Paul to you to get you laid one night, and you bloody got laid and you didn't even cook the chicken. And it was. Well done, me, eh? Hey, hey. <laughs> you idiot. I scored with no effort. <laughs> and there and the chicken was great. The Larry was. Actually. We can talk about barbecues because have I told you how thrilled I am yeah, and how often I use my George Foreman. Oh, yeah, your George Foreman, that's right. It yeah. is a winner. Yeah. I use it often. Far out. Huh? The man who does not Mate. cook suddenly cooks. And you know what you I know what you say when I had you over for dinner. You came out and said, dinner's ready. Oh, mammy. <laughs> you can't say that's racist. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> As he tucks into his sandboy chips. <laughs> ah! So fudge you. You don't, you don't get this anywhere else, viewers, do you? <laughs> right. You just do not get this quality of it's commentary the, and it's analysis. The air. <laughs> Having a good time so, at the Big B. That's it. You've got quite an expansive balcony. In fact, it was you it's actually re, you actually referred like, to it as a it's like as, an aircraft carrier launch, which obviously means that the Peugeot people will be having snacks and aperitifs, foie gras, <laughs> truffles, canapé, canapés, up there, champagne. Are you suggesting that that might be a good place to watch this race? without us. <laughs> I'm not moving. <laughs> you think I'm going over to that grubby paddock? No way. Is there any shade? <laughs> no, not no, not I'm, after midday. No. On that note, folks, on that Can note, get a, uh, this is going to be very... This let's is go and buy... Thing. We need to go and buy a big... Down at Bunnings, we'll get a yeah. big umbrella. Like right. what? We've got yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll all go. You'll yeah. go first. Yeah, we'll go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you can get a big umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, but on that note, something just sprang to my mind. Talking of folks saying, I'm not going down there. What's going to happen now? Big Pond have pulled the plug. You used to go and hide in the Big Pond bus. Yes. Is what that why your, holes clamped down? What happened to your Because suddenly all you people who used, to, who used to have private desks in the Big Pond bus are actually going to be in the real media centre with the rest of us plebs. With a brush script emblazoned right. <laughs> little brass tag. Don't be ridiculous. On. We are not going to be with the proletariat. All right? So, the bus exists. It continues. The in a new yes, because it's owned by VA Supercars. Right. Mm. So, no, I'm, I'm not going to be selling... So I wonder who their ISP's going to be then. 
Mm, good question. No one, yeah. no one at the moment. Is that right? Okay. Well, they better get that worked out quick, smart. Oh, I reckon. Well, they're, they're, well, they're, do, they're doing their own website at the moment. But that'll be done by Vern. Yes, it is done oh. by Vern. But the, they've they've kept all their digital well, rights in house. I yeah. actually so, think so a website. Looks I think better. I like the website and, now and, much better and than And Dirk Diggler be. said to me today, I hate the website, but I think Dirk's one of these people that doesn't like any change of any kind, and he's very te- right. a bit of a technophobe. See, I actually like it. I like no, it. I it's thought snappy it was, now. I it was it was gluggy before. It is going to change. It's, right. This is just a holding pattern. It will be yeah. it will be a much more mm. attractive and ornate. Mm. Uh, well, when I think they finalise it, now than it was. Uh, I mean, V8 supercars have started announcing various partnerships, which they characterise as sponsorships. Right. I mean, not quite. And they say they've got you know twenty odd announcements coming out in the next few weeks of various mm. deals they've done. Now, whether it includes big sponsorship deals of the ilk of a new platform sponsor to replace right. Big Pond. Um, or lots of little ones. I, I don't, you know, I'm hearing nothing about that. You know, yeah. it's as we've discussed before. It's as the teams are finding, it's really tough out there. It's been, it's the toughest sports sponsorship market ever. It's worse now than it was in the recession 20 years ago. Yeah. It is harder to get money. Corporates are just not spending. And no, going back, spending. this whole drugs in sports scandal is going to make big corporations even more gun shy about investing. In sports, yeah. Telstra has already threatened to pull out from their um, title sponsorship of the of the National Rugby League Gee. and any other sports is involved with where it's found that there's an right. association so with either either playing. either illegal drugs or yeah. um, or any sort of yeah. um, involvement, you know, criminal involvement, yeah. yeah. you know, organised crime. So we're going back full circle, but th- th- this whole Issue has very so serious ramific- ramifications for sport in, a, mm. in Australia, particularly because this is a, you know, this is an Australian Crime Commission investigation. It's it's not mm. it, you know it's not the Australian Anti-Doping Authority or even the World Anti-Doping Authority getting involved. You know, a, I don't even know if they're Quangos or quasi-governmental organisation, but this is actually yeah. a government arm getting involved and saying, "Oi, something yeah, this stinks." This is what we found. Yeah, you know. After a long investigation, we we have found enough evidence to go public and say something is wrong and it oh. needs to be cleaned up. Mm-hmm. And th- th- this will reverberate all around the world. Other governments in the oh. Western world, at least, will will take this as an example. And on top of what's already going on with it, with the just earlier this week, the scandal about match fixing yep. in European soccer. Um, that's why I say this story is going to run and run and run. You yeah. ain't heard the last of it. I think it's very... Uh, yeah, the whole... I mean, the interesting part of the Essendon investigation when they came clean was to find that uh, whoever broke the story, I can't remember who, what, what paper it was, uh, but they'd had people supposedly digging... Um, well, Essendon well, fingered themselves. Yeah, I know they did. They, as a they, result, they heard that yeah. it was being investigated by the uh, by the police, basically. Somewhere and along, they fessed, and it got out. Yeah, but somewhere along the line, I heard a report that basically said that supplement-wise, they tested a whole heap of supplements that were supposed to be clean, and virtually all of them had a percentage of banned substances. Mm. So well, the issue, JP, is injection. Yeah. The, the supplements, mm. 
um, and one of the drugs they're talking about, or it's alleged, are peptides. Yeah. Uh, you know, don't, I don't want to. I can't get into the chemistry of it all. No, I wouldn't. Have but that. peptides of a certain kind are legal if taken orally. Right. <laughs> you know, if you swallow them. Yeah. But if you've injected them. Yeah. yeah. That's where it. That's where it's illegal, and you know, and that's a, a clear mm. contravention of the rules. And well. you know, and it has to be said, if you look back, the AFL really has a very poor record of enforcing its drugs policy. Oh, well, even to you that know, whole hoo-ha well, last week. Well, but it's got this, you, you know... know like, uh, the secret, if I tell you I've taken drugs on the weekend, you, you don't have to report me to the commission. Exactly. You're because, not a load of old bollocks, is Well, it? that's right, because they have this three strikes rule, and it's anonymous. Yeah. It's only on the third strike that the player gets named and shamed. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you can keep your head it's below the right. radar, yeah. and as you rightly pointed out, they've since found out that... If players get wind that, it, that um, the drug testers are on their way, they can go in, fess up to the club management, yeah. who tells the AFL, and so they're not subject to that test or any ramifications. Yeah. So, you know, among big sports bodies, the AFL is one of the ones that really needs to clean up its act and get far more rigorous about enforcing the rules. Well, I so, we've done that to death now. Yeah, but we'll keep hearing about it. So we can look forward to a very interesting and enlightening, I think, enlightening weekend of motorsport yeah, here at Mount Panorama. I think it's going to be a very interesting weekend. And going back to our original discussion about whether this should be the Bathurst 12 hours or the 12 hours of Bathurst, actually a thought occurred to me, perhaps more appropriate would be the 24 hours of Mount Panorama. Yeah, or the 12 because hours of Mount Panorama. Oh, the 12 hours, sorry. Yeah. No, because oh, it is, it is, the, yeah, this is the venue. You've just given You're away right. a secret that we didn't know. It's really going back yeah. to 24 hours. <laughs> no, I don't think we need 24 I mean, hours. But, it, it's but I think you're right, though, folks. I think the no, 12 hours of Mount Panorama is actually yeah, even better and it than also, the 12 hours of Bathurst. And it distinguishes it from the Bathurst 1000. because. In a lot of public's mind, and I've just, you know, talking yeah. to friends coming up here, said, oh, I'm going up to Bathurst okay. for the, for the not, 12 hours. Yeah, aren't you a bit early? Yeah, aren't you a bit early? So people don't distinguish. Yeah. So I think by concentrating or you know, using the Mount Panorama yes. as the... Um, as the name, and which do you is like the, the logo? Because I noticed that when when the V8s were on, the logo was there, but they've got it emblazoned everywhere now. As you come in, the Mount Panorama logo's there, um, yeah, yeah. and I reckon it's a really, really good logo. I'm loving it. I think it can be used. So, so maybe that is a good idea. That's nice. All right. So as the sun sets on ridges beside Conrod Strait at Mount Panorama, at the we say at the 300 metre marker. Farewell and good night, dear viewers, but we'll be back across the weekend to keep you updated on everything that doesn't matter at Mount Panorama. So, from JP, from Harty, and from Fogues, go away. <laughs> and there probably will be some barbecues. Probably. Yeah, we still didn't get and a We did get bar barbecues. You are having a Hey, we've got deluxe roast pork oh, tonight and, with and crackling. I learned nothing. And crunchy roast potatoes. Roast? A chook. You a need... chook. A chook was cooked. I'll, you know, I'll I can tell do that you about microwave. the roast pork tomorrow and you'll love you it. You could, but you don't cook anything. Is that I do. George, my, George, Foreman. George Foreman's oh, helped yeah. you. Mega burgers. George Foreman's give them a wave, folks. Look, give them a wave. Who? I don't know, but give them a wave. They'll probably wave back. Yes. Did we get a wave? 
There no. you go. Um, I'm thinking, look, folks, as you plan your overseas sort of uh, sojourn, sojourn, would you uh, be interested in... Aren't you uh, coming on the sojourn yeah, with me? sojourning a bit. A bit. Um, uh, would you be... Uh, I'm thinking, uh, how are you looking forward to the, to the, the first maxi endurance race, the 48 hours of Navarra? There is a saving grace. Uh, who? <laughs> the what? <laughs> 48 hours of Navarra. <laughs> well, there was a rather pitiful... Honestly, viewers, this show is like Freddy Krueger. Just when you think you've killed it, it comes back. For 48 hours. To haunt you. But not now. Good night, viewers. I will, rep I yep. will remind the viewers that it was the folks who got in touch with us to want to have a blab on a regular basis for fear that he would be uh, represented in the incorrect light. <laughs> Good night. Kill me now. <laughs> well, that'd be great. But I just don't, I just don't want the baggage. What's that wet patch in front of Hardy? Oh, it's dribble. <laughs> 48 hours of Navarra. Dribble. <laughs> anyway, I told you all, go away. And you got something better to do. <laughs> I didn't know you worked for Virgin. <laughs> uh.